love, love, lust, lust, and battle soul. Like every good partner, every once in a while, you just you just need a second round. You just need a, a, a second go around to just really get it good. This is Love, Lust, and Badass, so we are back for the second time this week to give you round two. Mrs. Jones is in the building. The, the, the beautiful, the sexy, the glorious Mrs. AJ Jones is here. How are you doing, AJ? I am well, thank you. How are you, darling? No, I'm so, blessed. I'm so upbeat. It's lovely. I like hearing you. <laughs> It's like uh, you're like, like a dose of coffee. I don't even drink coffee. You're like a good, <laughs> a good pick me up, definitely. I, I just I always get excited to do. Okay, so this is just a little pill behind the curtain. So with the awakened soul, because of the nature of the podcast, and also um, just how serious some of the topics we we discuss are, I don't always get to be as goofy because we talk about some serious shit. I know when we come mm-hmm. to do love, lust, and badass. So I know it's just it's just fun. It's that good positive just just exuberant energy so i usually <laughs> i come into this one knowing that i can really tear some shit up so that's why i come in this one with a little bit more energy so you get to free up yourself you get to, exactly. you get to free ball so it's like the difference between wearing a jock strap all day and free balling i've been it's free balling all day so there you go <laughs> you should you got all the hair off did you get all your grooming done oh yeah You're there time me you honestly suck I mean, I wasn't going to FaceTime you so I can shave my balls, AJ. What? I would do that for you. That's just I odd. I wouldn't even ask. Like, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go again. Starting right off where we left off at. <laughs> how's it? I know it's only been a couple of days, AJ, but how's how's your week been? How's, how's the last couple of days been for you? Um, the last couple of days have been hectic and stressful. I do have one update for us, though. Um, the gentleman that I had written to you about, um, who was having the affair uh, transatlantically with four women. Um, and you remember he was down to the last one in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he messaged me today to let me know that he finally broke things off with her. Um, he said that it really sucks and, you know, like it hurts and, and that kind of thing. But he knows that it's it's the right decision. And I responded in saying, like, you know, it's it's a good choice for the health and well-being of your marriage and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, it was the right decision and it's the best thing that you could have done. So I don't know. Um, we haven't further chatted about it. I'm not sure, you know, how he's feeling or if he's going to have regret enough to maybe like say, okay, you know, but then my thing too is I, um, I almost feel like um, she's just going to pop up in his city and message him and let her, let him know that she's there and he's going to go see her. I feel like that's going to happen. Cause you know, sometimes when you're ready to let go and you know what it is, the other person may not necessarily be as willing and as ready. And if they have access to you or they know how to get to you. Yeah. That can sometimes be, um, an issue so i'm hoping that that doesn't happen but i can honestly see it happening like it's still it's still a fairly new decision that he made. but i'm happy that he did it because it's the right thing to do yeah, it was definitely the right thing to do now he just needs to stick for it. we need we need a six month update to make sure he's still on the right path so tell him we need an update six months to see how it's going um yeah. i'm sure i'm sure he'll i'm sure he'll so um Going through the internet and what have you and, you know, reading on different subjects and different articles, I came across um, this article. Sorry, can I get into this? Yeah, I didn't even ahead. ask you. Do, okay. You don't have to okay. ask me. This is your show as much as it's mine. So go ahead. No, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, I didn't know if we had finished discussing, you know. Yeah, I was going to make, make a joke about sticking my thumb in your ass, but we could save that for later. Really? Is that what I, we're doing right now? <laughs> I mean, not right now. Not at this time, but. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I don't know if you're not tired of me telling you don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I won't believe that you don't want me to talk to you until you don't show up to record one day. And then I'll be like, oh, she was serious. But until then, you're getting these jokes. (laughs) 
No, I can't see that ever happening. I think I'd like sooner cuss you than to just like go MIA. Like it, it would have to be something or someone kidnapped me or some extenuating circumstance. But no, I'd, I'd cuss before I'd leave you. So we had okay. we just just know you're stuck with me for life. Just all right, that's, that's fine. So so when I stick my thumb in your ass, just know that you're just gonna cuss Listen, me out. So that's fine. We'll be okay. Know that there's you see you're gonna make people start thinking some really between me wanting to see you shave your balls and now you talking about putting your thumb in my ass. We're really gonna have people thinking like people are good good listeners nothing is going on we're just being our dirty selves don't mind us okay so moving on to more normal and civilized things mr hayes so i read this article it's called living apart together so there's a couple that's in a relationship um they've been in a relationship 24 years the woman is 70 years old and the gentleman is 63 and they've never lived in the same city and they've never lived in the same house she lives in montreal and he lives in a community in vermont So the arrangement that they have is two weekends of the month from Saturday to Tuesday. He comes to uh, Montreal and one weekend she goes to Vermont. uh, And then the rest of the time they're on their own. They FaceTime, they talk daily, they do text exchanges and email exchanges and all that sort of of stuff. Um, So the woman is quoted as saying that when her significant other comes there or she goes to him, she finds that it's a very focused time with he can really make him her first priority. And he also pays like a, attention to her. Like that's the focus is spending time with each other, maximizing their time together and making the most of their time. Um, so these relationships are called latch relationships, living apart together. Uh, in 2011, they did a, a statistical survey called the General Social Survey that estimated that 1.9 million Canadian couples were living apart together under like these same sort of conditions. Um, And these people were in long-term committed relationships and they found that the relationships were healthier and happier because they didn't have all that additional time in between bogging them down or arguments and and the petty and important things could get in the way. Um, They found that having these types of committed living apart together relationships allowed for them to have longer standing relationships. Um, It strengthened their commitment and and not necessarily forced them, but um, helped them focus on the things that were important. So. Um, could you see yourself being in a living apart together relationship or are you the type of person that needs for your partner to be in the same household with you? I don't know. Like, um, it, it, it sounds kind of weird to me. Um, but at the same time, I can understand how it will work for people. I can't say that that would work for me, um, past a certain amount of time, but I don't know. I definitely see the benefits in it. Um, I don't know. You would think as much as I'm a loner and I don't like dealing with people, you would think I would hop on something like that. But at the same time, it's like I I need to like randomly be able to like shove my balls in your face. And I can't do that all the time. So, okay. Of all the things, really, um, I'm I'm thinking like if it if it kind of ties. Maybe we had a conversation once about um, our love language and the things that are important. And I know for both of us, physical touch is very important. Um, so yeah, I guess I mean it would sort of fall under those um, under that category. I think for me personally, I could do this type of relationship um, because I I am an I'm uh, never home anyway, so that works. Yeah, and exactly. And because I'm an MBA, but I've always said if I was to get into another long term relationship, um, there would have to be like a room in the house that's mine that I can just be in at least two nights a week where I don't have to sleep with the person. Not because of anything, but just because I really need my own personal space to just be me. And to just have time by myself where I can regroup and think. Also, too, because I have chronic insomnia, I never sleep through the night. And I always feel like if I'm laying beside someone, I'm obligated to stay there because it comforts them. So being able to have my own space and being able to spend time by myself and, you know, not have to worry about my insomnia or not have to worry about if I'm getting up and wandering around in the middle of the night or that kind of thing, um, that works, that that would work for me. But I could, I could definitely do this. Now I have a problem with you. Me and you, it's the first time I officially have an issue with you. So when we first started this podcast, when we first started becoming cool and besties and all that stuff, I remember yes. we used to text and communicate during your insomnia. I haven't gotten any le- late night texts from mrs jones in at least three to four months so my question is what the fuck are you doing now when you're up and you can't sleep because now i feel like you're cheating on me i'm I'm so not oh my god would you stop it oh my gosh 
Honestly, honestly, I'll tell you what it is. Um, since you got first when you got Alan and then when you've got like the kids, you know, so I know that your days are full. You've had a lot of stuff happening in the last two, three months between work, um, the podcast, the, the you know, the, uh, different opportunities that have opened up in, in terms of your media um, platforms and a lot of shit that's going on with you. So me randomly texting you at two or three o'clock in the morning, I'm not going to do that. And it's really funny because like I'll see you tweet stuff out or like tweets at those hours. But I'm thinking like I'm not going to respond because I know he needs to go to sleep. And I know if I say something, then we're going to have a conversation and he's going to stay up. That honest to God, that's all it is. I'm not, you know, running around behind your back. I'm not out creeping. I'm not the odd person I'll message. Most people aren't awake when I'm awake, but I, I watch movies. I play games on my, oh my gosh. I feel like I'm having like a cheating lover explanation moment. Could you exactly. Stop it, no, no. Cause that's exactly what this is. Let me find out you out here side podcasting. Let me find <laughs> out. I swear to God, I'm going to wreck shit. Like what the hell? I thought I just, I just had assumed that your insomnia had gotten better. Cause it, we just stopped communicating. Now, now I know you've been cheating on me. Like this is this. you see, I'm gonna mind everything I say to you because I'm thinking I'm saying stuff to you in such like the most innocent way possible, just as part of our conversation. And look where it goes. Really? Oh no, I pick up on everything. So now, now I know how it is. I I see my eyes are open now. I see how it is. I see how it's gonna be. I love you. I love you. Mm-hmm. you now you know I don't sleep. Like literally, anyone who really knows me knows that I don't sleep. And so you're up here. And God, God knows what hours, and I'm not even hearing from you. Like this is just, I like, I feel so betrayed right now. This is mm-mm-mm. really like, why? Why you have to make it seem like that? It's not. It's not like that. Don't be like that. You know I mm-hmm. love you. Don't be like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything anymore. I know nothing. <laughs> really, you're having a hurt feelings moment. Is that what's happening? Right I am now? extremely butthurt right now. <laughs> extremely. You're, this is not. I'm going to stop talking about it so we can go on for the interest of this podcast. This is not the last you're going to hear of this. I'm just letting you know that right now. So let's let's get back on topic. So um, I don't know. Like me being as much of a loner, and like I said, I like my privacy. I I do. I like I said, the, there's a situation depending on the person I'm with. I can see that that working. Um, but at the same time. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, phys- physical touch is is very near and dear to me. And if if like I can't roll over just randomly whenever I feel like it and like pull off your panties while you're asleep, then what what's what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Okay, but would it be something that you would try in the interest of seeing how that would work? Just like just just as far as like I don't know what the other person's schedule is, but just as far as your schedule and all the things that you have going on and, and some of the impending things that are coming, is it something that you would try to see? how it goes now keep in mind there he goes to her uh twice a month tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday for five days so he goes to her for 10 days out of the month and then she goes to him for seven days so they spend 17 days out of 30 or 31 together now if you really think about it right like just in terms of just even okay so take take marriage out of the equation okay let's just let's just focus on the dating and the courting right if you're with somebody that lives in the same city as you and you guys don't live in the same household because you're you're not at that stage yet of, of moving forward into being engaged and then getting married so you guys are you're exclusively dating but you don't live together chances are you're seeing that person on the weekend so you're seeing that person uh say let's even throw in thursday for sake of argument you're seeing that person thursday friday saturday and sunday because monday to wednesday are your are your 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 tough days you've got work you've got the kids you've got extracurricular activities for the kids you've got your podcast you've got all these other things that are going on right so if you do four weekends at four days you're still only seeing the person 16 days out of the week 16 sorry 16 days out of a month which is essentially what they're doing so then I'm going to ask you, is it just the mental comfort of knowing that the person is in the same city? So if you have a Monday where you have time, you can just get up and go to them or they can oh. come to you. Well, let's 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 make let's I'm making the difference here. Like being in the same city isn't that big of a deal to me. Um, I can understand that. Like if we're going in, I guess I was thinking about it from the wrong aspect. I'm thinking if we live within the same city, Um, I mean, long distance, that's that's a completely different beast. I don't expect to see you. That often. I mean, that expectation shouldn't even be there, um, especially since I have kids and in my schedule and what's going on. Like, <laughs> I'm fine with long distance relationships. It's just if if it's going to be at that point, then it has to be understood that there may be a time where we go two months without seeing each other. Like, it, like I'm not saying that that's will be the if expectation. Two months than what your normal schedule would be. Exactly. 
Okay. But, but that, that was the point of the article. They, they, they know that they're in a committed relationship, but they just, like, she lives in, she lives in Canada. He lives in the U.S. So they have a long distance relationship where they don't live together, but they've committed, um, they're committed to the time that they've agreed upon to spend with one another to sustain their relationship and, and to have, um, like to be able to have physical touch and all that sort of stuff. So, oh, well, then, under yeah. those- I'm sorry. I, I missed, okay. yeah, I missed, I, I missed something there. Then I think I got focused so much on something else, but yeah, yeah. In that, in that case, I could absolutely see myself doing something like that. I mean, that's, that's, okay. that's like a, a scheduled long distance relationship. So that, that's just a structure. So yeah, I, I can completely see that. And it's funny because when I read the article, it, it actually threw me when you said no, that you couldn't, because I thought this seems to me like it would be more like there are there are a lot of people who have the fortitude because I, I don't know that they're mature enough to handle the kind of relationship. But like I said, when I break it down the way that I just broke it down, even if you live in the same city together, you're realistically only spending three, maybe four days a week together when you collectively add up that time it still adds up to be the same thing, like the same amount of time that they're actually spending together. They just have concentrated blocks of time, you know what I mean? As opposed to like it being um, every weekend, what pe- which is what most people are used to. So, okay. Well, that's my article of the day or my read of the day. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had an inappropriate joke in my mind. I had to, I had to, I had to contain it because you don't get that anymore because you're in punishment for cheating on me. Nonetheless, um, <laughs> <laughs> you won't let me watch the balls now i'm on fucking punishment like seriously what's going on what's going on can we ease this, up on the jones please please no, no this is this is what happens oh man i don't like this place <laughs> see now i have to tell you how much more i love you usually i get to tell you i hate you at least in one episode like i feel like this is like all about me loving you right now i love you did you just mm. sniffle at me <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> sorry I know I shouldn't laugh. I'm so sorry. Mm, mm, mm. What do we have next, Mrs. Jones? Okay. So we have a set of questions and a couple of scenarios that you and I are going to tackle today. So um, go into the first scenario. <clears throat> so a gentleman uh, wrote a question to me um, about something that he's experiencing. And it basically is, I love my girlfriend and I'm very sexually attracted to her. But at least half the time we have sex. <laughs> You'll love this. I fantasize about the wrestler Nikki Bella, and I don't think I'm conscientiously doing it. It's just that when my lady is on top and I close my eyes at that point where I think I'm going to nut, Nikki Bella is right there in front of me. Am I being disrespectful to my girlfriend? And should I tell her? Do I know who sent this to you? No. Why? This this sounds like something Redneck would send in. Um... (laughs) Wrestling Redneck? (laughs) Yes, Wrestling Redneck. This sounds like something he would send in. Yeah, no, it's it's not him. It's not him. I, I don't even know him on a personal level like that, so I couldn't even imagine he would send something like that to me. Oh, you have no idea. Redneck doesn't. He gives no fucks. He's he's more than likely listening, or he will listen at some point. Shout out to the wrestling redneck. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> So he's having, the person is having issues with the fact that, and he says, I mean, obviously he's attracted to his girlfriend because he thinks she's hot. He, like, he gets very excited, you know, um, touching her, kissing her and all that sort of stuff. They've got, they have great sex, but the issue for him, I think primarily is when she decides that she's going to ride him. When he closes his eyes, like at that point of like completely losing control, she's not the vision that stays in his head. So he's having some sort of, some guilt about it because he said like, you know, if it was me, I wouldn't like to know that my girl's fantasizing about somebody else's dick while I'm pounding inside of her or pleasing her or whatever the case may be. So he's having, he's wrestling with it literally (laughs) and figuratively. Here's Um, the thing. He's struggling. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off because I'm going to go on a rant. So so keep it going. Hey, rant away. If, if for anyone, especially when you're in a committed relationship and you guys have been together for, if you think that your significant other has not fantasized about someone else while either pleasing you, it's happened. I'm sorry. Like, let's just, AJ, am I wrong? Oh, you're absolutely not wrong. Thank you. You're absolutely not. <laughs> so don't feel bad about it. Don't, I'm sure. Sh- I'm, I guarantee you, while you're fantasizing about Nikki Bella, she's probably fantasizing you're either John Cena, The Rock, uh, <laughs> Channing Tatum, like somebody. She, you're somebody else to her every once in a while, so don't feel bad about it. Yeah, 
I, I agree. I mean, the, the the primary thing is, like, if it was a situation where he needed to look at images of Nikki Bella to get his dick hard in order to have sex with his girlfriend, that would be one thing. But he's completely aroused by her and stimulated by her in and of itself. And he said that it's not something that happens all the time. But there isn't anything wrong with having a fantasy in your head. It's, it's like watching porn, but it's just there inside your brain while you're doing what you do. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't make you a bad person. And I definitely don't think it's the, something that you need to like run to your girl and say, Oh my God, I think about Nikki Bella while we're fucking, it's not that serious. You don't need to do all that. And, and like Hayes, uh, CJ said, you know, it's, it's a, it's normal. We we've all done it. And anybody who tells you that they haven't, they're lying to you. But if somebody tells you that they haven't, that's who you, that's when you need to be worried because then they're probably cheating on you. <laughs> like dead serious. Like it, they everyone's fantasized about someone else like it, it it's happened like get all it, it's cool we're all adults don't even worry about it my thing is is i don't even give a fuck because it's my it's my dick that's in you you can fantasize this whoever dick you want to because it's mine i don't give a fuck right right it's true, <laughs> it's true. I just, hey i don't give a fuck uh once the curve devil dick hits you it doesn't matter after that oh, point it doesn't matter fantasy right out of your head <laughs> <laughs> focus you're really real good <laughs> oh man what do we got next aj um okay so the next one is uh this is a good one um so i found out the woman i've been seeing is a dominatrix but she told me she's a bartender when i confronted her she said she was concerned about telling me my judgment and the fear that i wouldn't accept her based on a few conversations we had previously. She also said that there's no sexual activity involved, just bondage and various forms of pain infliction. Should I stop seeing her since she lied to me? <clears throat> you can go first on this one. Um, I, I can understand wanting to stop talking to anyone um, or stop dealing with someone who lied to you. Because if they lied to you that early on, of course, that's going to get in your head of what else could they lie to you about? Would they lie to you in the future? I can completely understand that. At the same time, in this sense, I can kind of understand why somebody would be hesitant to admit that that's what they do. Um, so if you can if you can or if you're OK with that, if you can live with her being a dom dominatrix, then do you have fun? Just look at it as something. Well, I guess she may not want to bring work home, so she may not want to do that at home. Right. But outside of that, I mean, you got to think about it in the situation like that. That That is something that I'm sure can be delicate to tell someone at first because not not even just being a, if even if she's not embarrassed by by her being a dominatrix but just think about it from the standpoint of how many people would then have expectations of what the, what she will do in their sexual activity because of her being a dominatrix or just just all types of wild things that people put in their heads once they hear hear stuff like that it's just like when someone hears that a girl that they're interested in is a stripper they automatically think oh we're gonna have the craziest sex ever and Right. That's not always the case. So maybe maybe it was something like that. I would say sit down and talk to her, figure out why she felt uncomfortable if you don't know already. And then as long as you can deal with the fact that if she's be her being a dominatrix, then have fun. Move on. I agree. Um, you know, I mean, it's the hurdle of getting past the fact that she lied to you. But I also think, too, you know, I feel like as time went on because they're they're just dating, like they're not exclusive with one another. You know what I mean? Like it's in the beginning stages still. Um I feel like once if she felt comfortable with you or you gave her because he, he he did say that it's based on conversations that they had before why she didn't tell him. So who even who even knows what those conversations were like, you know, if you're saying things to her, oh, I think strippers are dirty or I think, you know, people who get engaged in BDSM, they're all weirdos or you know what I mean? Obviously, that would kind of set her off to say, well, <laughs> maybe this isn't something I should discuss with you. Um, so you need to you need to look at that as well, like whatever. And not necessarily just to put it back on you because lying is lying, but you also need to look at your personal biases and your personal judgments, you know? Um, and I always think about the things that you bring into relationships. Like there are things that people aren't cool with and that it's, it's cool to voice that, but don't demonize people who are into those types of things. You know what I mean? Let people be great in whatever way they want to be great. Um, but with that said, yeah, like if, if it's something that you can get past and, and she's a good person and you, you like her and you guys have good times together and, you know, there's good camaraderie and you and you laugh together and you get along, and you have all those great things in common or what have you. Why would you give up the potential of having a really great relationship because of her choice of employment? She's not a hooker. She's not a stripper. She's not a prostitute. She's not an escort. It's BDSM. Um, it would be beneficial for you to read up on the lifestyle and to find out exactly what's involved. I think people, <clears throat> excuse me, people 
confuse um, bondage and sex. You know, there's intimate bondage when it's with your with your person or your partner where maybe there's sex after. But there are a lot of people who are in this lifestyle that just enjoy a good old fashioned spanking or being ball gagged or being talked down to or being you know, having their balls stepped on or having their nipples clamped. Like there are people who just enjoy pain for the sake of pain. And there is like for them, that's the gratification. There's no sex involved in any way, shape or form. Um, So for people out there who think that those two things are synonymous, they really aren't. They really, really and truly aren't, you know. Um, if she makes good money at doing it and, and like I said, you, you can figure out a, a comfortable, um, a comfortable speed with her, then, you know, just see how things unfold. Don't jump the gun at ending your relationship just because I'm sure you haven't been honest with her about everything either. It's still new. So <sighs> that is my rant. At the end of the day, just grab an ass or she can really? grab your dick and just keep it moving. Really? What if his dick is bound? It's like tied up in some rope and stuff. Then they're Have having way much more fun, huh? <laughs> the um, I can't remember what it's called. I think we talked about it once. The um, uh, Japanese rope tying, the, oh, the yeah, art form. Yeah. I, keep, the... I keep forgetting the name of it, but yeah, that's sexy as hell. Would you would you ever allow yourself as a man to be tied up that way? Obviously, no. by somebody that you. Mm-mm. Not... Mm-mm. Okay, well, really? no, I'm good on that. I'll tie mm-hmm. motherfuckers up all day, but no, I'm not getting tied up. Mm-mm. Why? Why wouldn't you? What I I would like to know why. Like why? It's just it's you... just not something that it's just not something that entices me. Hmm. Okay, we're 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 gonna move on. <laughs> There's questions <laughs> that I have, but we're just gonna move on. <laughs> okay, moving along. Um, the next one I think we talked about this uh several episodes ago, but it's something else. It's another one that came back up. Um, so. I'm moving in with my boyfriend. What are some important things to discuss before we move in together? CJ? I mean, we've talked about that. You got to discuss expectations. Um, I think uh, something that a lot of people don't talk about before they move in together is alone time. Because I yeah. like everyone needs time to be them. Everyone needs time to themselves. That is just a basic human right. And some people, not all, and I won't even just say women because there's some men like that too, that just don't or feel slighted or like it's a slap in the face if their partner needs time to just be them like like to just be alone um so yeah i think that that's something that that's a conversation that definitely needs to be had um of course the the normal things like chores duties all 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 that type of stuff definitely needs to be talked about as well but yeah expectations and and well and also expectations for uh alone time as well i think needs to be discussed what about you aj I, I agree with all of yours. I actually have a question for you. Um, I, is curfew a conversation that should be had? And I don't want to say curfew, but I can't think of another another uh, word for it. So I'll just go with curfew. But is, is curfew, considerate curfew, let's call it, a conversation that needs to be had or you just let people govern themselves and come in whenever they feel like? Well, no, I don't think, I think that maybe not a curfew, but maybe like ad hoc, like depending on the situation, like I wouldn't say that we need to have a firm curfew of 2 a.m., but I would I would say like if I'm going out with my boys or whatever and it and I think it, we may be out to two or three, I'll just say, hey, yeah, I'm thinking about going out with Brian. Um, I'll, I'll probably be back around 2, 2.30. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, I, I think a conversation needs to be had. I, I, I'd never like or I would never be OK with with me even doing it like just saying or just leaving like oh i'm just going out with the boys and just coming back whenever like i i, I yeah. think that some type of expectation or just some type of of arrival or or whatever should should be communicated just because if for nothing else if you know that you haven't heard from me by 2 a.m and i told you i'd be home by 2 a.m then you can know something's happening like or you can probably worry like okay like what yeah. the fuck is going on like even if you have to shoot the text like hey I, I was expecting you home by now what, you okay yeah i'm on my way you know traffic or we ran late because of such and such but yeah i, I think that it's just respectful to just let them to have those kind of conversations when you know you're going to be out super late what do you think i i completely agree um and, and like i said i couldn't think of a, a a better word than curfew i mean like i know what i mean in in my head but yeah it's it's definitely um respectful to let the person know you're, you know, the person you're going to be living with know what time you're going to be um, in. And, you know, like you, I feel like in, when you're in a living 
living, live in relationships, you're more conscientious of the times that you come home. Like, you know, that, you know, you want to have dinner with your, with your, the person that you're living in, living with, um, or, you know, just being able to be home and be in their presence after a long day. Obviously, there there are days where you're not, you know, things will come up and, and what have you. But as much as you can, I think people are conscientious about their time. But definitely, if it's something where you're going to be going out on the weekend, there should be some an, an understanding between the two of you of when either of you is going to be home. And it should... I don't know. I feel like if you're out till four or five o'clock in the morning, those are just lawless hours. You know what I mean? Those are not respectable or respectful hours. Bars close at we went to dinner for breakfast or what have you, but put in a courtesy caller or a courtesy. I, I wouldn't even say text because that just even seems sketchy to me. Put in a courtesy call and let me know um, that you're going to be out late because of whatever the reason is. And I'll share, I'll share a story with you and why, because, you know, some people, especially I don't like to, to do ageism, but especially younger people when I hear them be like, I don't have to check in with nobody. But for example, I was 22, I think. And, um, I was going out with, uh, some friends after work, all the managers. I think I told the story before we used to always go out after work and drink or whatever, just to unwind after a long day at the stadium. Cause we would like be there for like 10 and 12 hours sometimes. So we went out and when I was leaving, I was like, Hey, just checking in work's done. I will, I'm going out for a couple of drinks. I should be back home by one thirty. XYZ, love you. Texted that. Um, so we left the bar, I think at 1245. So it was still a decent time, 1245. I was not driving because I had been drinking. In my falling asleep um, in the car, we got in a car accident. I literally woke up to myself in midair. Fuck off sorry in, oh my in, in midair and so um like going to the hospital oh i had a concussion and everything like my phone got cracked and it was like the original iphone so those things were were fucking gentle as hell but um phone got cracked i couldn't text out on it or anything had no way of communicating with her um but because i told her and i was and and I think that's a big part in this too. You have to follow up. You have to hold yourself accountable. You can't say I'm going to be home at one thirty and then constantly be home at three and then expect it not to be a problem. But because anytime I told her, Hey, I'm going to be home by this time. If I wasn't home, I was at least in transit by that time. And like you said, I, I called, I was on the phone letting her know what was going on. But because one o'clock, one thirty hit and she didn't get a call or text from me, she immediately called like my best friend like hey have you seen him did you go out with them tonight like and he was like no but uh, i know they were going out so he's definitely he said he was going out or whatever he he's he's out and after like i think it was like two o'clock she's like okay i still haven't heard from him called the hospital i don't know how many hospitals she called but called end up finding out that i was there with a concussion so like you just never know so those type of situations that that's why it's important to let the people you know um, the people that you love know what you're doing or someone like, don't look at it as checking in. Don't look at it as, as like being a kid, like look at it as legit. If something happens to you to where you can't communicate, you want the people that love you, the people that care about you to start being worried, to start being concerned to start looking for you. So that's why it's important to, to have that type of uh, structure in place. But it's also just the general respect of being in a relationship and furthermore to that, if you guys have committed to living together, it is definitely part of the respect of a relationship. Um, whatever generation, not just the younger generation, because the older generation too, get it out of your head that you're fucking single while you're with somebody. If you've committed, if you and that person is not just you by yourself, you no longer get to have that attitude, well, I can do whatever you, I want. Yes, you can within the respect of your relationship because there's another person to consider. Like, cut it out. <laughs> you, you can't have it both ways. If you have that single mentality still, you need to be single. When you're in a relationship, there are two of you. It's a partnership. It's a duo. They're not like me and CJ kind of duo, but... There, there are two of you. We've got so many questions about that picture when I put it up. Lord have mercy. Mm -hmm. People were in their feelings because I don't never post no man on my page. People were in their feelings. Sorry, that was a total aside. But yeah, it, 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 it was they need to get over it. They like that. I, I literally was just there for the comments. And, you know, I don't know if you saw or not because you didn't comment. I expect you to comment. I uh, made the comments to the one guy. I was like, yeah, AJ's been running away from the D for, for a year. It's just, I, I just, I love stirring the pot like that. People assume so I much shit. I think you shook him because after that, like he's never commented on anything else. He hasn't messaged me and he would like message from time to time or, or comment on um, 
stories that I've posted or anything like that. He hasn't commented since. I think you shook him. I'm okay with that, though. I'm okay with that. He needs to be shaken. He's been <sighs> one of the ones that kept asking me, are you single? Can we date? Are you single? Can we date? Are you? No, friend, we can't. If it has to be that TJ is my man, you see him, look how we look good together, leave it at that. Please stop talking to me. See? <laughs> Is that bad? That's <laughs> good. Oh my gosh. Anyhow, so um, those are those are our suggestions on the things that you need to tackle and and consider and discuss with the person that you're going to be moving in with. Uh, CJ, is there anything else you want to say on that one? Yeah, uh, I think another thing that needs to be talked about um, before you move in is just how who gets the hot towel after sex because like I'm just I'm not. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> And the funny thing is you start off so fucking serious, but I actually think you're going to be serious. But then I told you, like, you just never stay that way. There needs to be a viable solution for the hot towel where, you know, you get one of those, um, like a, a heating tub or a little bucket that's got like the, the plug-in thing where you can heat it up and just put a couple of towels in it and keep aside the, the blasted bed and everybody can get a towel. Really? Really? I'm, we, need to, we need to invent that. We need to invent a towel heater and keep it a bedside towel heater. That's what we need to invent. <laughs> That's so funny. I have I have, do have a question. I was going to save this to the next episode. Someone DM'd me this. Um, but I do have a question that I want to ask you. So if you're ready for it now, you want to wait till later, just let me know. But it's definitely something I want to ask you. No, no, we'll throw it in. Go ahead, give it to me. Okay. So as 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 a man, I have no ability to answer this question from the other point of view. So I got... I, I put on, on on my IG, you know, I did the whole send me some good questions or whatever. Everyone knows I have this podcast. So someone submitted a question like, what do you do when your boyfriend always wants you to swallow his cum, but it's far too salty? And I wanted to like, so you can answer that question, but it made me think like, AJ, like, have you ever ran into someone who's cum just tasted horrible? Yes. That's what? A, that's an immediate spit out. They they must <laughs> they must eat too much fast food. Like I I don't know what else. Stop eating so much fast and, food, people. But it's right. People don't understand. Like your diet has everything to do with the way that you taste it, the way that you smell the the, the stuff that you secrete out of your body, whether it's your sweat or your saliva or your jizz or your look, whatever it what you eat affects all of that. And it's funny because you have um uh you have guys that think that like it's only women so you know oh she should eat pineapple she should eat strawberries and fruit and chocolate so that when i'm going down on her i'm eating her pussy it tastes good nah fam you need to eat the same stuff as well because nut doesn't just naturally taste good on its own it just does not it just does it you need to drink more water you need to eat two fruit you need to stop yum all the burger them and all the carbs them you need to like eat two vegetables and cleanse out you that's a, honestly that's a straight it, it's to the point where it's like, like you feel like you're going to hurl because it just smells bad and tears bud. No, son. Not honestly. Yeah. No, my, my, the person who wrote that in, you need to encourage your significant other, your boyfriend to one drink more water. If he doesn't and cut back on the juice and anything that's caffeinated, he needs to eat more fruit, the same pineapple, the strawberries, the mango, what eat the fruit cups if you have to, because you can't get like good, fresh fruit, whatever the case may be. Drink pineapple juice if that's what it needs to be. But you, ew, ew, ew. Oh, I feel bad for her. Ew, ew. Sorry, ew. <laughs> See now, this one, this makes me. This this makes me want to conduct an experiment and like only eat fast food for like two weeks, and then. After that, only like drink the pineapple juice and everything like I do now to see if, if anyone notices a difference. Who's going to be the taste tester, CJ? We're going to move on. <laughs> We're not going to answer that question. <laughs> Moving right along. What do you have next, AJ? Why, why are we rushing past that so quick? Hello? Are we going to talk about who the, the taste tester is going to be? Because it has to be two taste testing sessions at least. Oh, dear. Hello? I love you. I'm going to do one of those scientific studies. I'm going to put an ad in the newspaper. I'm just going to say, hey, I need you to take something. Don't do it to yourself. You're going to have a lineup of friggin' women coming to you. Oh, my gosh. You let me know if you want me to run a poll on who would be a willing taste tester. I guarantee you. You have you know people what? I dare you to run that poll on your page oh, once we get off this. I will. I absolutely will. Okay. So, question. Is it offensive to ask someone if they're single on first meet? No. Why Why would that be offensive? Okay. So I read another article where this woman, um, she was on a, a, what do you call it? Like a speed dating thing. 
And one of the guys that came to her table asked her, it was the first question he asked her. He's like, so are you actually single or are you seeing somebody and you're trying to like see other people? And she said she took offense to it. She said that she didn't feel like the person had the right to ask her that question. And they didn't have the right to ask her if she was single, considering the fact that they hadn't discussed going out on a first date. They hadn't discussed um, just even being involved or anything like that. It was just one of the very first questions that the person asked. That sounds like some real bad entitlement. Like if you're at a speed date and the whole thing is to get to know someone in a condensed amount of time. So you should ask the tough questions. Right. That just I don't get that. But I'm sorry. Continue. No, you're you're absolutely right. I think it's a, her reaction is absolutely asinine. It makes no sense. And the thing is, like, you know, you see those memes. And I'm sure you've seen them. The memes on uh, Instagram where people like, are you single or are you like social media single? And the reality is that shit happens. We just discussed a few days ago a married man who was in a relationship with four women because they were under the assumption that he was single. So he was social media single. He wasn't single, single in real life. It's an absolute fair question. Me, if somebody says that they're interested in getting to know me, my questions are, are you single, married, engaged, significant other, girlfriend, someone who thinks that they're your girlfriend because of the signals that you're sending them? You know, I I ask those questions up front. So I just even know how to conduct myself and and what my next steps are going to be. Because I don't want to be dating you for three, four weeks in and then all of a sudden find out like you are in a relationship with somebody or you're engaged to be married or any of that other shit or you and your girlfriend had a fight and now you guys are working things out. Nah, boss, we're not there for that. Tell me from jump. I had a girlfriend. We've been separated. We broke up four weeks ago. So, you know, I'm just getting back in the dating scene because I know I can't take you seriously because most people tend to forget back to Like you have those upset arguments where you mash up with your man, you mash up with your woman, and then a few weeks later, you guys are back together. I've seen that happen time and time again. I'm not trying to be a victim of that shit. I will ask you that question up front. You let me know what's what. So I want, I will know whether or not like how deeply I'm going to get involved with you. But she took offense to it. Yeah, she needs to get over herself. Like, get get the fuck over yourself. I, I'm sorry if, if you're a listener, if you're listening to this. You, you you need to get your head out your own ass. Like, that's that's just stupid to get upset at something like that. Answer the question. Keep it moving. It, it, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like he asked you what's your 401, what's in your 401k, how much money you make a year. Uh, are you are you STD positive? Even then, like that, that's still something that wouldn't offend me. Like, People just get off the fucking high horse. I find that, um, sorry, and we're going to do like the ageism thing, like with the the younger generation of women, um, it, like you said, it's, there's, there's some sort of sense of entitlement, like, but you're not my man. Why are you asking me that question? You're not trying to be my man. I'm not trying to be with you. Why are you asking me that question kind of thing? But, you know, and this is why I keep saying that there's so many bitter single women, because those kind of questions should be, as you said, like the standard and the norm. You want to know what the person is is involved in or involved, who they're involved with, and not in an in-depth type of way, but just more so so you know how to conduct and govern yourself and you know what your next steps are going to be. You know what I mean? Like, CJ, if you met me and you asked me if I was single and I said to you, well, kind of, sort of, you know what I mean? I'm kind of seeing somebody, but I'm not seeing. Wouldn't you want to know what that means? So Absolutely. you know what to do yourself? Absolutely. And I'll I ask know. you how many facials you take a week. Okay, so we're moving on to the next question. Because By the way, AJ, your, your skin has looked radiant this summer. Like It's been glowing. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you segue into asking me anything about facials, I'm going to come to you. I, I just, I just, because they say it's good for the skin. How, how many facials have you taken in the last six months? Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. So you can't answer the question? Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Stop chatting to me, please. Don't talk to me. So I can't and know how many faces you've taken this summer. So we're moving on to the next question. <laughs> uh, could you please leave me alone? Don't talk to me. Didn't I just say that a whole heap of times? Oh, my gosh. Okay. This one is um a relative. It's not a, an exact repeat one, but it's kind of close. Uh, so the person wrote and said to me, uh, I'm not a fan of foreplay. I just basically like to get to the good part, but I know that that's not the norm. In an ideal world, <laughs> how long should foreplay last so I can get to the good part? Uh, I mean, what, what are you going in with the timer? Like foreplay is is like, you you just have to learn how to read read the signals. Like you got to know when to stop. Like I, I foreplay can last anywhere from a short amount of time to twice as long as sex itself like foreplay is everything so i mean there's i don't have a a standard answer for that you want me to say five minutes like i i don't know like it it just it just depends just go with the flow learn to read the person you're with body like 
This is that seems like a novice question to me. Like that's a question that we asked in high school. Like I, I just don't get adults asking it. He said that he feels like it's wasting time. Like he's all for kissing if he's about to put his penis in her, and he's also all for like licking her breasts if he knows he's about to put his penis in her. And you know, much like our two minute guy last week, you know what I mean? Um, the ter- the terrorist. He's he's all for doing the basic foreplay, but he feels like he said he feels like it shouldn't. Um, he doesn't understand the point of it lasting so long. Like for him, the good part is being able to be in the pussy and please her that way. He doesn't understand all the other stuff. And see, that's the, and that's the thing people need to realize about sex in general. Like before you even talk about foreplay, sex in a large part. Yes, you do want to come. Yes, you do want to orgasm. Yes, you do want to feel good to you. But the, at least for me, and maybe I could just speak for me. The biggest part about sex is pleasing the other person and seeing that pleasure come across them is knowing that you're causing them to, to, feel such a rush of of pleasure that like it's they melt in your hand like that's what it is it's about like so many people make it just like if it's just about busting a nut for you like you can make yourself do that like sex itself should be about more than just busting a nut people don't understand that and that's when their women slide in my dms oh dear wow wow um yeah boom goes the dynamite good <laughs> lord <laughs> I didn't even know what to say after that. Wow. No, that was that. I'm I, I'm clapping. Oh, my goodness. You're clapping those cheeks. Oh, boy. Can we move on now? <laughs> I mean, what? how do you feel about it? You see, I said in the beginning, I was going to, I'm all about love on this episode. I'm all about loving you on this episode and, and making amends. And now I hate you. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Really? We're not doing I know when we do our live show, I swear to you, if you mention anything about me clapping my booty cheeks while we're on the people's stage, there's going to be a roll and a fight. All you're going to hear is mics drop on the ground, chairs kick over, and we're You know what? The, the thing that's even crazy is like, because you're you're very a very well-endowed woman. Like, I can imagine you clapping your breast and your cheeks at the same time. Like, that just, that almost just turned me on. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, what are you? Seriously. This is a fucking shit that you sit down and think about. Are you listening to yourself? Oh my God. Can somebody please get me a new co host? Please. What is wrong with you? That is hilarious. I'm just saying. Like, you can't say that you haven't, like, because I know you don't twerk, you whine, and in your breasts of, like, like made clapping noise. Like I know for a fact that it's happened. So like um and I know you can make your cl- your cheeks clap. So I'm just thinking to myself, like, this is like it's straight up a round of applause. Like she's just giving a round of applause. <laughs> 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 applause from the top row and the bottom row. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm gonna stop talking to you. God no. I'm gonna stop talking to you. Every every time I talk to you, I say I'm gonna stop talking to you, and then you say something to redeem yourself, and then we're right back here again. <sighs> okay. Can we move on to the last the last question, please? Uh, let's do it. Okay, so this is a personal question to you. Is your level of passion during sex determined by you or perver- provoked by the person that you're engaging with? Repeat that for me, please. Okay. Is your level of passion because you know sometimes like you're like you, you're, you have sex with somebody and you just feel like you want to be really aggressive with them and manhandle them because their body's sturdy and you just want to flip them and grips them and turn them and, you know, beat up the pum pum and all them good things there. Okay. So mm-hmm. is your level of passion during sex determined by you or provoked by the person that you're with? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it has to be, it, it's a mixture of both. It just depends on, on the situation. Um, it can go, it can go either way, honestly, it, would you say that you're more of a naturally take charge and, and um, like you have people who are really gentle lovers and they're very docile and they'll pet you a lot and just really gentle kisses and all that kind of stuff because they feel like that's how sex is supposed to be. Like, are you more of that um, or just naturally are you more of an aggressive and I don't like the word aggressive, but you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely naturally aggressive. So, I mean, I go in with a certain level, but absolutely my partner who I'm with um, can kick it up a notch or at, definitely has a an impact on that as well. It's not a hundred percent me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent. Of course you should be feeding off 
of um, the person you're with also that that energy should should feed into yours as well. And it just makes the whole experience better. Okay. Have you ever been with someone who's ever like, I don't know if you're like a shit talker. You probably are. But how have you ever been with somebody who told you they didn't like that? Like they didn't like being they didn't like being spoken to aggressively. They wanted to be told like nice things like, oh, baby, you're so beautiful. Oh, baby. You know, just you like can, the you nice can be aggr- like aggressive. When I say aggressive, I just mean like I go for what I want. I don't, I don't mean aggressive. Like I talk dirt like mean dirty all the time like that just it just depends on the type of sex we're having if we're having mean aggressive sex then I, yeah you 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 could expect me to talk mad shit to you but if we're having passionate sex i'm not gonna be like yeah bitch while you're passionately slowly <laughs> riding my dick like that's that just doesn't go <laughs> thank you for that but that's not what i meant oh my God. <laughs> i'm just saying generally speaking <laughs> i love how much you share on this podcast <laughs> I mean, just generally speaking, have you ever been with a woman who's told you, like, under no circumstances does she want to uh, engage in any sort of verbal, what she considers to be demeaning? Like, she she doesn't want to hear you cuss or swear or talk dirty or call her anything out of her name. And, you know, those things happen in sex. Whatever. She just wants you to, like, talk gently to her all the time. Oh, like, no. I've, I've been with somebody who didn't like cussing. And for me, like, it's kind of, um, it's involuntary. Like when it feels good, it's, in, it's really involuntary. It just comes out of my mouth. But he told me that he didn't like, or he didn't like when mouth. I do I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, um, no, no, I, I've, I've I, never. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> you tried to slide that in there real quiet though, right? <laughs> I to tell you, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Talk to me on the podcast. Don't talk to me directly. Okay. <laughs> No, no, I've never, I've never had anyone say that. Okay, okay. Well, that is that is it for all the submissions and questions that we have for our second round. Second rounds on me. That's probably the title of this episode. Um, I had a lot of fun with this one, AJ. It, we should not all the time, but we should do two for more often. Like just every once in a while, maybe once every few, every three months or so. Let's do a two week episode because that it's it's just fun. Yeah, a second round of orgasms is always a good thing. Exactly, especially especially when you're clapping with your breast and your ass at the same time, like it's just. Could you get <laughs> We're done. You can find. <laughs> we are on Instagram at lovelust and bas. We are also on Twitter at lovelust and bas. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, the Real Midwest Radio, Spotify, um, Google Play. And I'm thinking I missed any. Nope. And we are proudly part of the UML family. You can also find us on Urban Mogul Life Media. Um, I personally am on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. You can also now find me on Twitter at that Jones kid AJ one. Please feel free to email us any questions, concerns, compliments, complaints, uh, anything you'd like for us to tackle with and for you. Um, you can find us by email at love, lust, and B-A-S, all one word, at yahoo.com. And I think we've also, over the course of this episode, we found AJ's new shirt. Of course, we already have the Nah Boss one, which is just, we're going we're gonna to make that a thing. Um, but now it's, it's hashtag clap times two. Really? That's, that's, yeah. Clap two. Is that what we're doing? The upper deck and the lower deck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E on all major social media platforms. And I would like to say, I have actually not gotten DM'd anything crazy in the last couple of weeks. But because I said that out loud, I'm sure it's coming. I want to <laughs> I want to thank you to all our wonderful listeners. Juanita, huh? I said you shifted the universe. Don't do it. <laughs> Juanita is is has been on vacation, so we have not gotten any conversation with her yet about the live show. But as soon as that uh, comes into fruition, we will be announcing that. I can't. I can't. You know what? I'm just excited for us to do our thing live. Like I, I guarantee you, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of women in red. There's gonna be a lot of t- uh, feet out. There's gonna be a lot of men um, just prepared to just kidnap you. Like we're gonna have to have security because I'm sure Rufalin is gonna be at a premium. Um, at that point in time, it's just, just going to be a fun show. Are we going to raffle you? Hell no. Are we going to have a date with you? No. Really? Mm-mm. I feel like we should do a date raffle. I feel like you shouldn't be feeling unless it's my thumb <laughs> in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have no manners? Why do you have no manners? <sighs> okay. I'm done. I think it's something we need to discuss further. I'm just saying. 
Ladies and gentlemen, good night. I love each and every one of you guys, and we will see you guys again next week at our normally scheduled time, place, and date. Uh, yeah, so peace out. Later. We're making love. 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 We're making love.